This conference will now be recorded. This conference okay. will now be recorded. Hello, Leslie. Can you hear me? Oh. Hello. You got to be kidding me. Wow. No way. <laughs> A three seven seven five two six nine. It did it again. The wrong. Wow. Eight three one. There it is. Wow. This okay. conference will now be recorded. Excellent. And All I right. really We're appreciate lot. you doing that. Um, it just, it makes, it helps me a lot. <laughs> Leslie, yeah, well. it's, um, I care. It's really neat. Um, we, this is how I launch um, group EDU calls. And then when people miss them, um, we do, we record them because I only do them once every two weeks with our dietary program. Right. And with COVID-19 recently, um, managing uh, the organization with people at the lab, um, anxieties, what's going on in the community. I mean, the grocery shopping, um, Florida, where you were just down here, the cases are exceptionally high. So right, right. between between five and like 9 p.m., when some people 
that still go into work, they go back to the grocery stores. I mean, it, it could take you two and a half to three hours at the store. Right. right. So we're, th- you know, we've had to manage and think about all these new things that typically um, people don't have to like, well, we need to let people leave early. They need to uh, switch their hours so they can grocery shop. Um, I'm, I'm a very heartfelt leader. Like I think about all the women and people in our organization that I don't want them to get gas at night. I don't want them to be out at night because of the vandalism and what, and just the weird energies that are going on. If you sure. were, you know, in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we've gone into doing a lot of recordings like this to where even if you can't attend a live one, we will just email you over an encrypted code and then you upload me speaking to you about female hormones, glands. And it's just nice. You can listen to it whenever you want. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. exactly. So you'll and enjoy that. Reference it and everything. Yeah. And it just, it's, I, I have to concentrate so hard on hearing to take notes and stuff. It takes mm-hmm. away from, I, I miss a lot of stuff. Um, you know, okay. so, you know, it, having a recording to go, oh, you know, I remember him saying, you know, da, 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 I, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rough, yeah. Totally okay. Very totally awesome. okay with this. Yes. Um, we're okay. looking. We're looking, uh, we'll see where we're at by the end of this year with um, mm-hmm. the dietary website. It does have encryption password uh, possibility and we're looking to store my teachings in, embedded in the website so you could sign in with um, an ID number and listen to them anytime. And, oh, that'd be great, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, we're looking into a couple different things. Technology's coming along where that stuff is very now, um, it, it, it's exceptionally affordable. If you wanted yeah. to be way ahead of the curve years ago, it was costly. So listen, thank you so much for doing this chart and working with me. Um, here we are at almost the original schedule time. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Some yeah. things came up and I wasn't even at my office seeing patients today. I don't know if Patricia told you. We had no. to cancel that last minute, but I'll see her and Lloyd tomorrow. So the chart okay. you made was uh, really, it was helpful. Um, I went back, pulled up my notes where I uh, do things to trigger my own brain. So mm-hmm. I have a couple questions before we get into um, digestive questions and things. So sure. I had um, during, and again, Leslie, if you need me to repeat something, if I'm talking too quickly, just ask. I have all the patience in the world. Okay. Sure. Sure, okay. So in two, 2013, um, I had here from our conversation at the clinic, um, I wrote down high dose prednisone. And I know mm-hmm. that there was low dose uh, prednisone around your gallbladder removed, but I have the high dose being associated to the 2013 event. That's correct. Uh, n- well, no. Yes and no. Um, okay. The because uh, your chart. Your, was Okay. Mm-hmm. I was put on pregnizone. You, you are, that's why I said hot, yes and no. I was originally okay. put on pregnizone for the the uh, Kogan syndrome, and that was right. in um, uh, nineteen ninety three. Yep. Then yes. when I had my um, my DVT PE, yep, my body was in shock, and you know because I was un, they I was had a whole bunch of medication in me, mm-hmm. it immediately put me into relapse. So then they had to put me on pregnizone again. So that's why I was like, yeah, um, that wasn't the original time, but I did have a relapse and then they put me yeah. on the regular dosage and um, it didn't, it didn't help. And so they had to do a higher dosage for a longer period of time um, to, to right. kind of get in, two, in, in 2013, right? Correct. Uh, with the, that is correct. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. So 
Excellent. I'm going to pat myself on the shoulder because I had a question mark next to that. So that's what it was. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So when it first came on in 93, there it was introduced to your immune system. And did it help? Uh, yeah, it helped. Um, you know, I'm sure you mm -hmm. already know that prednisone has a, a laundry list of oh, nasty it's, it's, side effects. Oh, it, oh, I sure um, do. I mean, I sure so, do. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it did help with the Kogans, and that's the only thing that they know of to date that mm -hmm. helps with the Kogans. But then I had a whole bunch of other things that yeah. happened because I was on such a high dosage and for so, such a long time that um, right. Yeah, it, it yeah, it did help okay. though with the Kogans. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, I asked that because um, you're listening to someone. I've had an extensive athletic career like you in a, a, just a little past uh, collegiate years. But about, was this 2000, and my daughter was born in 2012. Yeah, she was two years old. 2014, um, I was just coming back from seeing two pro athletes and then um, a highly ranked military official. Mm -hmm. And it was a very intense three days, two states. And we came right back, landed in Fort Lauderdale Airport at 1.30 in the morning. And I had mm -hmm. to be in Tampa the next day for a pro athlete. And at mm -hmm. that point, I had a motor coach because when my daughter was born, I really didn't. It was my own fatherly commitment where I didn't want to be away from my daughter and my wife for more than three days. Sure. I've got to, it was just something I want to be home at the third day. She's a baby. I want her to smell me and see me and all these things, you mm -hmm. know. So I bought a motor coach to travel tri-state when I didn't have to fly. Mm -hmm. And when I was walking across the skywalk and they were there to pick me up in the motor coach, um, I slipped and fell. And I went like four feet in the air, flat, hit my head on the ground. And mm -hmm. my assistant that was with me w was shocked because, I mean, I'm not one to lose my footing. It was pouring rain. The skywalk was wet. I had big boots on. Mm -hmm. So long story short, we go to Tampa. I see that athlete. Now we're driving back to Fort Lauderdale. And I had two phone calls and I get off and I walk back to the bedroom where my wife and my daughter are. And Kim, that's my wife's name, says, Leon, look at your ear. My God, looks like you got bit. And I said, you know, it's funny. I mean, only one ear is hot. Sometimes when I pull like over 10 hours on the phone straight, my ears will be warm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I go to look in the mirror and I'm like, holy moly, looks like I got bit by something. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not kidding you. It's, it's like a cauliflower ear. Right. Oh wow. wow. Yes. Yes. So I'm like, okay. Um, I'm gonna sit down and think about this. And I was like, oh my goodness, I have whiplash and there's a nerve compressed. And I remember learning about this in chiropractic school because right. the first two the first two years are almost identical to medical school, mm -hmm. and they teach you when you have whiplash that it can elicit a pseudo shingles response, which gives oh, wow. you a, a cauliflower ear. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, my goodness, this is crazy. I put some instruments on. We got a three-hour drive, and I drained the inflammation. I'm like, okay, I just need to get my neck adjusted. It was a whiplash, uh, get my oxygen chamber. I just pulled insane hours for four, like five days in a row, and I right, need right. sleep. Mm -hmm. Wait, wake up the next day, my face is drooping. What like what I, I woke that? up the next morning, and the right side of my face is drooping. So like I was a, like, like oh. stroke type. Um, it mimic it mimics. Yes, correct. It mimics that. It's a okay. pseudo. It's a pseudo shingles Bell's palsy, and it and it's um it is associated to sometimes whiplash. So, 
you know, um, we had to call around ENTs. They like are three months on a waiting list. Um, I do not have insurance. I choose to do different things with my money and be able to pay cash. And mm-hmm. my company, my company offers a different program to all of our associates than that. And the guy decides, hey, you know what? You're a fellow doctor coming at 6 p.m. and I'll see you. I walk in. He looks at me. He goes, oh, my God, man, you have shingles. And I said, doc, um, I don't really think so. And he goes, look, I had my front desk person look you up. You're a nutritionist. You're a wellness doc. He goes, I'm going to tell you right now, we need to give you a steroid or else your nerves are going to get crushed and you could lose facial ability the rest of your life. I said, look, man, I'm not stupid. I'm highly intelligent. There's a time and a place for everything. Give me, give me what you're going to give me. Right. So he hands me prednisone. Immediately we take it. He goes through all this testing and he can't believe it. He can't believe it. I don't have shingles. My white blood cells are fine. There's no viral components and all this jazz. And mm-hmm. I keep telling him, I said, Dr. Lee, his name is Lee and mine's Leon. I said, I said, I'm telling you, I learned this in school. When you have a severe whiplash, it can mimic this through mm-hmm. the cranial nerves. And he goes, mm-hmm. he goes, I'm a surgeon. And literally when I see this, it shingles, man. And I said, watch in 21 days, watch what the prednisone does. Watch, I'm going to go to work. I'll have my face back. And he goes, it's highly unlikely, doc. He goes, three months minimum. I said, okay, no problem. In 21 days, guess what? I started to be able to lift my eyebrow, move my eyelid, but mm-hmm. you know what else happened from the prednisone? What? 40 pounds. Oh yeah. I gained. Oh yeah. Ripped <laughs> yeah. my stomach to pieces. Yep. Exactly. And when I, when I ask people, you know, did it help because the history behind prednisone, Leslie being prescribed to people of your age and my age, not that we were that far apart, mm-hmm. but it was originally developed for people over 65 years old, geriatric people, right. Right. because right. It, it saved nerve endings from arthritis, where mm-hmm. bone and scar tissue grows and starts to crush a nerve. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty interesting drug in that aspect, but all the side effects that come with it are horrific, Yep. especially with younger people. And a lot of times, people don't experience what you and I experience, which is, yeah, doc, you know, it helped, but oh my God, sometimes people right. take it and their joint swelling doesn't go down. Sometimes the pain doesn't go down, but the doctors keep them on it and it starts to rip their intestinal tract apart. And yeah. that's why I ask, did it work? But then what came? So that was important. Um, I, I need to hear that. And that was a scary time for me, but we got through it. And um, it's uh, it took a long time, almost a year for me to get my digestive system back on track. And I'm super healthy in that aspect because Mm -hmm. it is a very strong steroid, very strong steroid. It was funny because I was 26 um, when I was diagnosed with uh, Kogan's and my doctor um, said, okay, just be prepared that you're going to gain some weight. And at the time um, I'm (laughs) 5'10". Oh, that's nice. (laughs) I, I weighed um, about 110 pounds uh, because of the the Kogans. I lost I lost about 15 pounds, which I couldn't afford to lose because I've always been um, very very thin. Um, being an athlete and everything, my metabolism just you know uh, uh, going through the roof. So I was, and, and that I was a question I had. The, that's a question I had. So real quick, while you're touching on that, your first mm-hmm. year of college, do you remember what you weighed? I, I weighed uh, about 115 and my coach wanted me down to 110. So I got down to 110. Wow. At 5'11"? 
Titan. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Very good. So I tell had, me. I had probably four to four to six percent body fat. I mean, I, I was very very thin. Yes, and, and and at that point in time, were you having regular menstrual cycles? I was. Yeah. That never okay. really. I, yeah. yeah, I had a question mark next to that too on my notes that I transferred over that night into my little voice memo Google file. And mm -hmm. uh, okay, because you did tell me that before. I just, I when I reread this, um, I almost couldn't believe it. Like, wow, you know, six percent body fat, still having menstrual cycles. That's yep. that's unusual, Leslie. But I want to tell you, at least you can hear something very healthy about your body. That's a blessing. Mm -hmm. That that's but that's see, a it's a good thing. Interesting. Yeah, what's interesting about my my menstrual cycles? I said yes, I still had menstrual cycles. My menstrual menstrual cycles. It wasn't until I gained weight and I was older, or actual like seven day menstrual cycles. My menstrual cycles were three days, so that was the difference. It wasn't a full seven days. It wasn't a heavy bleed. It yeah, was um, three days, yeah, and yeah. you know. Yeah. It yeah. was heavy first day, gone by day three. And so, that's because and that's because your body fat was so low. Um, right. Maybe you're physically challenging yourself. Um, at that point in your life in college, were did you have a lot of um, breast change? Like if you were training a lot and you and you drop five pounds, your breast size would change. You would see inflammation change on your face versus then when you stop training for maybe two months at an intense rate, all of a sudden breast size would change and then your face would change. <laughs> Well, I don't mean to laugh at that, but um, literally I didn't have a chest until I, I gave birth to my daughter. And then oh. all of a sudden, everyone okay. in my family, everyone in my family are, have, have, you know, are heavy chested, uh, uh -huh. all the women. And, um, and I, Trisha used to tease me about, you know, all I needed were a couple band-aids, basically. Um, gotcha. I did not really right. have a chest. A chest. It, it, my chest was very, very small. I'll put it that way. I, hmm. I had one, but it was very, very okay. small. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, that can yeah. play to your advantage in track. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let me tell you, I, I've counseled you, quite a bit. To, I try to run yeah. now. You know, I'm like, I wish I didn't yeah. have these. I wish I didn't have these things. Yeah, they are no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Queen, Queen Harrison, you can look her up. She's one of our clients, and she is mm -hmm. a prolific track athlete on USA. She okay. speaks out on and off about our program. She's... Now, the past four years, um, I inspired her to really get into fitness modeling because she is quite the specimen. But I've done a lot of work with her early, many years ago, to big up female health, to mm -hmm. champion women, to champion little girls and dreaming big because there's, there's not enough women out there that are athletes that do it drug-free. And mm -hmm. what I mean by that is, is when Queen was referred to me through a friend of hers that was a pro athlete in the NFL, he had said to her, you know, this guy, he's all about being like just going after your guy, giving potential through food. He'll teach you how to use amino acids. But I mean, really, it'd be, you can really big up your potential. And she was very frustrated at the time. Back-to-back um, -back Olympics, she missed by a quarter of a second if you look her up and watch the races. I mean, if you're an athlete, you just could – as a public fan, you feel for it. But if you've ever been an athlete and you've trained, you know that quarter of a second is like you got, oh, my God, it's crushing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's from. And, he went to uh, high school in Virginia. That's right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And she, uh, oh, then yeah. she went to Virginia Tech. Yeah, I see. Uh, that's yeah. That, yeah, yeah, and she does uh, things with the colleges now. And her big thing was when she was referred to me, she really was suspect of all these other girls that were on birth control, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. she would see their body morph. Yep. 
And her friend Brandon was telling her, like, you need to talk to Dr. Leon because he's going to tell you exactly what's going on because she didn't want to do it. She mm-hmm. saw them gain more muscle. She saw body changes. She actually, at a point in time, and I teach this, that birth control can actually be a performance-enhancing drug. Yeah, it's hormones adding to your system. Absolutely, without a doubt. Very, very well said. Right. <laughs> so so with what you were just saying about um, that and then all of a sudden when you got pregnant, you know, that may have blossomed a, a, the potential for a lot of health in your body. When we go back to this um, with your dates. So the pregnancy was 2002. Now the appendix and the gallbladder shocking that just kind of came out of nowhere with you right Mm -hmm. before, right before. So let's go to it's 93 Kogan's. I wanted to go to 89. All right. So you're running track at Arizona state blew out your right knee Mm -hmm. due to overcompensation. Tell me about 1989 to 1990, 91, 92. When you were recovered from that, did you go right back into training? Was there weight gain? And think about this. We're not in a rush, even though it's an evening call. Mm-hmm. Can you look back on that and say, you know what, Doc? Um, I did gain some weight. I think my digestive system changed. I went back into maybe low carb, no carb. Or when we're still around, those college years are coming away from it. We have these starvation tactics where we won't eat after 6 p.m. What was your think back? What was your relationship with food and coming out of that surgery? Um, well, uh, I did not go back to training. I did a little bit on my own. Um, our The ASU's track program, um, we had Pac-10 and NC2 violations against us. So oh, wow. it was dead for two years. So um, I, did, I did not go back to ASU and train. Um, actually, my father kind of talked me into coming back to Virginia and um long story but i mean he he my parents were very very overprotective and the fact that i was in arizona and that i had mm-hmm. these two dramatic surgeries and everything um they were like arizona bad you need to come back this is where your support is this is where your family is and everything and gotcha. you can just transfer to a school here um close by mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i i didn't i i did come home um i tried to train a little bit on my own, but um, doesn't, I didn't really, I wasn't successful at that. Um, as far mm-hmm. as my relationship with, um, as far as my weight and my relationship with food, um, my yeah. weight went down. Um, oh, okay. So I continued to kind of yeah. eat what I normally did. And I also was um, hypoglycemic too. After the coming out of, of the surgery? No, just uh, like, pretty much my, from elementary school on, I found out that I was hypoglycemic in high school mm-hmm. um, where I kind of passed out on the track and- um, In high school? Coaches, yeah, my coach oh, was wow. like, okay. Because um, okay. basically I would, you know, after school I would have a Snickers and a Coke right before practice yeah. and go and try to, you know, do a two hour mm-hmm. practice. So anyway, yeah. um, not great as far as, you know, well, it is, I mean, yeah, that's, that's bad in the best, but wow, you really went far on your natural talent. That's what that means. <laughs> well, um, I probably could have gone farther if I had the facilities and the knowledge right. that, you know, yeah. athletes have now because it's just, you know, yeah. revolutionary. Oh, I know. So, I, I, anyway, I, I, know. Um, I mean, I have yeah. friends that come down all the time that have had kids and they know what I've done with my life and I'm still doing it. And they mm-hmm. ask me all the time, 
you know, hey, Leon, look at my son, look at my daughter. What do you think? And then mm-hmm. we'll laugh about what we experienced in high school. I'm not saying I went to a public school, but I was bussed in from a different county. I went there for a science and sports program. But it was um, it was raw public school. I was the lightest skinned kid. And it was we band together and it was great brotherhood. But a lot has changed. <laughs> yeah, in private, exactly. You know, and I know what you mean. Yeah. I do. But hearing you say I had a snick in a co- uh, Snickers and a Coke, or a Coke and, you know, I'm, I'm thinking on a molecular level. Wow. You know, going into college, very low body fat, three days menstrual cycles. Well, I ask this and we do regression therapy through medical interview because the immune system talks to us. It Mm -hmm. it really does. And growing up in this country, we only go to white coats and pediatricians when something is wrong and something should be done, Mm -hmm. except the bridge isn't there. And that's what I do. That's what we do through this program. It's it's lifestyle driven. We have to Mm -hmm. learn how white blood cells are communicating to us. And we have to learn how the body communicates. That's why my mother always said, we teach people how to listen to their body because it's an interactive experience. And that's why, Leslie, people that have been athletic, they love this program, mostly women, because you're more in tune. Men that Mm -hmm. do this program, they've had a tragedy, there's an emotional shift, or they're such crazy elite high performers, they listen Mm -hmm. to their body more than just ego. Right. right. And I go back to then come forward to see where is the nerve retracing? Was there any symptom? And okay, we missed it, but there's a story there. There's a story. And as you came in now from, so let's go past Kogan's and then we're going to dip into digestive and some ENT and then food beliefs and it'll be a good call. When we come into the gallbladder now, at that time in 99, this Mm -hmm. is now. Yeah, it's 10 years after uh, the knee surgery. By the way, thank mm-hmm. you for the graph again. Um, where do Can you remember at this point in time, where was your, your weight, your relationship to food? Because pregnancy doesn't come for another couple of years now. Right. Um, uh, I've, I've never been a very, very good. I'm, I'm the type of person when I get, and when I'm concentrating on something and I get going with something, then I forget to eat. I'm that person. That's mm-hmm. why um, having, uh, you know, hypoglycemia um, was was really bad, really bad for me because, um, you know, I oh, would yeah. go, oh, if yeah. I was working or if I was doing something, I was involved in something, I would go, you know, miss lunch. You know, I'd have something for, I always had breakfast because I always, I had to have breakfast, but then I would get going on something. And if I was working, uh, you know, at a job or whatever, um, I, I can't tell you the number of times where my mom would call me and, um, you know, it would be probably about six or seven o'clock at night. Immediately she could tell when's the last time you ate because I was on edge. I, you know, I was, I was so laser focused on what I was doing, um, that I had forgotten to eat. And here it was, you know, from breakfast till, you know, seven and eight o'clock at night and I'm still working and, um, you know, I, I'm, my mood has changed. I'm short tempered. I'm just unbearable. And so, you know, she would say, okay, I'm hanging up the phone right now. You go get yourself something to eat and then call me back when you're, you know, when you've eaten something. And so my relationship with food has always been, um, uh, it's, it's a, a me, it's, it's something to keep me going. It's not like, 
you know, mm-hmm. I love food and I'm just, you know, I, I have a, a great relationship with food and, and, and stuff. Um, How did because, that come into play with pregnancy? So in 2002, so you I, get I, pregnant and now did your relationship change or did you deal with hypoglycemic, which led to maybe were there blood pressure issues or ectopic pregnancy concerns, diabetic no. concerns around the pregnancy? No, not, I, I, thank God I did not have any issues other than the fact that, um, I threw up for the first five months. Um, I, Oh, that's very good. That means you had high hormones, not, not very traditional medical people will say that, um, you, you gain a lot of athletic experience through my 20 year career, but also biochemistry and that I work with midwives. Like I really, I really support, um, Natural birthing now has become a marketing term. It's it's just really bad how they've sugarcoated it. But mm-hmm. we we really, as a male and an organization, we support the female trying to have that birthing experience because it really has been taken away in this country. It's oh, okay. it's it's fear. Get into the hospital, give you four to six hours, and if you can't uh, produce the baby, they induce you. And then if mm-hmm. there's just something's not going right, then a C-section, just like mm-hmm. that. Just like that. And hearing you go through this and it's different on the phone Uh with that relationship to food, you gained how much with, uh, let me see, with uh, Riley? Her name is Gabrielle. Sorry, Gabrielle. Yeah, Yeah, Uh Gabrielle Riley. How much was the total Uh weight gain? Mm, I want to say I was well over 200. So... Maybe when you were, when you got pregnant with her, were you around one thirty or more? No, 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 no. My my weight changed actually when my gallbladder was taken out. That's when I started getting weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and it was kind of a slow type of you know five six pounds, five six pounds. You know, so starting from you know ninety nine, when I got mm-hmm. married, which was two thousand, I weighed. Okay. Oh, well, I, 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 I take that. When I got married, I was one hundred and thirty six pounds. So, um, thank you. I was looking for that between those years of your relationship yeah. to food. So, yeah. um, so 2000, so, I got married and I was, uh, that didn't, that didn't make your chart. No. <laughs> Getting married didn't make your chart. <laughs> no. Well, that, okay. it wasn't a med- okay. medical history. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, right. <laughs> That's not a bad idea though. Right. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you could. We could go many dimensions with getting married. It's happy. Right. Then there's this, and there's kids, and there's this. All the different dimensions, whether we learn them from our parents or not, that would be really funny if it qualifies for medical history. That's, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you got married one thirty six. Take me. Take what I'm looking for is right. The you started gaining weight, gallbladder appendix pregnant when you got pregnant with Gabrielle where were you at with your weight per frame size I want to say I did gain about 50 pounds 50 plus pounds it's okay so um yeah so um you know uh, and where I, are you at I now on I the scale what's your scale reading now did you peak since the bod pod uh it, it, well, I, I went back up because of um, there's I can't wait to get my my um, booklet from you to find out because I'm c- clearly eating something here um, that is causing um, inflammation. So mm-hmm. I right now I'm at um, about one ninety one. 
Okay. And I lost. No, no judgment, darling. No judgment. I, I lost mm -hmm. about 20, 22 pounds um, from, I want to say, November to um, around March. Um, yeah. I was well over about 211, 212 when I first started um, this program. Um, uh, yeah, we with, talked about with, that. Yeah. Yep, we and did. So, and then the, one of the doctors, are you still after my visit with you? Did it inspire you maybe to do a little research or reading about the, uh, the ephedra that they have you on? I stopped taking it. You did? Yeah, I, I did research on it before and mm -hmm. I didn't good like for, it. Um, and so you. I just, I stopped taking it. I'm not taking it anymore. Good for so, you. So um, I, I have. Good for you. Yeah. Really. You're so, a mom. I heard you really express a lot of compassion and love for your daughter. You've been yeah. through some things and um, uh, that's it. Um, a great. That's that's yeah. big. Our visit was very, very powerful then. Very yes. proud of you. Yes. Thank you. Good. Yes. And we will achieve good things without that. You don't need that. Yes. I, and yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't. And, and whatever happens, you know, I, I think that from watching what has happened so far with my sister and, you know, the changes that, you know, with the inflammation and everything, um, I did watch where my weight went when I first came back off the flight, my weight went mm -hmm. down and then mm -hmm. it's now slowly, it's a couple pounds up because like I said, I, I'm clearly eating something that is causing yep. inflammation that I'm right. not sure what it is. So, um, so, you know, I'm not worried about it right now. I, I was, you know, if I was talking to you weighing what I weighed, you know, last year, November time, which was around 211, 212. Yeah. I would be, you know, panicked about it. Mm. But mm. Yeah. now Just be gentle with yourself. Be gentle. Yeah. There's, you're going to, you're going to have your cheat code. You're going to have the data that is mm -hmm. specific to your immune system. Um, right. I wanted to just go over this one more time and then literally um, we're gonna get right to work on that. And then uh, you'll hear from us about a date and time where we get back on the phone. You'll have your diagnostic playbook in hand. We'll get right into the data section, go through okay. the orientation call. You learn how to apply that, go grocery shopping and you'll start. Just okay. make sure that you have a scale that goes to a 10th of a pound. It's got a new battery. Um, check that at home. And the best way to do that is either you get on it three times in a row, make sure it can give you the same number every time, right? And if it can't, that means the battery is low. You put a new battery in with these digital scales, and then if it still doesn't give you the same number every time, three times in a row, then the chip is loose, something's loose, the algorithm is off, that's it. Okay. So get a new digital scale. It does need to go to a tenth of a pound. That is very important. Okay. Okay. So we get so we get pregnant now. So we go from 136 now, and we we uh, go into Gabrielle's pregnancy at 150. I no, I gained. You said you pounds. you gained 50 pounds. All right. So right. where were so, you at when you gave birth to her? Uh, when I gave what do you think? Birth, I, I want to say I was over 200, so I gained more okay. than 50 pounds. Okay. All right. And did you breastfeed at all? I did. I did. I, that was important okay. for me. Um, I breastfed for what, what did they recommend? Like three months, four months, this country. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they recommend. And, and I went longer than that. I want to say six months, five, six months. I went mm -hmm. longer than I, I think they said, cause I did a breastfeeding support group when I gave Good. birth to Gabrielle. And, and, um, I, I think the recommendation was like, I think, I, for some reason, three months is in my mind, and I think I did four mm -hmm. or five. So I, I did a couple months mm -hmm. after 
more than than what they recommended. Good. I know some people Good. do it for number of years, you know, in this country, but yeah, no, it's yeah. it's to each his own. The medical yeah. system doesn't teach long-term breastfeeding. Let's just put it that way, short-term. And that's right. good if you did a little more. Looking back on that experience, did it help you lose weight? And can you say, hey, doc, you know what? Even though I breastfed for six months, within three months, my period came back. Did you experience any of that? Um, I did lose weight pretty quickly. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, with the breastfeeding and everything, um, yeah, things kind of went back, not down to 136, because I had, after I gotten married, I started gaining a little bit weight, and I, I honestly don't know what I was um, mm -hmm. when when I got, okay. when I got, pre when I had Gabrielle and everything, but I, I went down, I, I remember in, I want to say probably it was in like 170s, um, uh-huh. And then in 20, 2008, I started swimming um, every day. And um, I got down to um, about 167. Uh -huh. um, and, and that was in 2008. And then it's just slowly gone up from then. Okay, that's very good to hear. And then you had one more relapse of 2013. So I like that because I'm gonna ask you to right ankle measurement. I don't know if your sister talked to you about this, but um, I'll ask you to do a right ankle measurement, a thumbnail width above the ankle bone, right? And this is recorded, so you don't have to write it down. Plus, I'm going to send you like a Harry Potter text after this phone call. It's okay. long and comprehensive. And okay. um, the, the right ankle measurement will be done a fingernail width above the right ankle bone right before you go what we call as horizontal, which is typically mm -hmm. when you go to sleep. Mm -hmm. So urinate, thumbnail width above the ankle bone, right where it meets the shin pull the tape measure tight, but not to where it cuts off circulation. Get mm -hmm. the time and the measurement, and then do that again first thing in the morning, right after your first urination, okay? okay? And then you can go ahead and text or email that in. The right ankle measurement is a great window into liver, kidney, and pancreas function. Um, from time to time, different Olympic physicians use that as, as protocol. We use it as a window of interpretation to what's happening from evening to morning, and do not be alarmed if it's the same p.m. to a.m. If it is larger in the morning, that's not good. Um, it, that could lead to give us an idea of dehydration maybe with your system or your kidneys are not happy with the proteins you're eating. But that's good feedback for us because I will ask you to do that probably after the first month or when I mm -hmm. feel it's necessary into your dietary progression. And mm -hmm. you won't have to continue to do that. But let's just say when your ankle's down maybe half an inch, you'll be real happy because that represents better organ function with what we call as your hepatic system, which is liver, kidneys, pancreas, lower end digestion. Okay, so you'll get a reminder text about that. Being that you're 191 now, you're 212 previous at the end of last year, and hearing that you scraped 167 with these missing organs. Once I get the ankle measurement back, I'm going to give you target weights for us to get to. Okay. All right. Okay. You're still taking the metformin and the simvastatin? I am not taking the metformin. That's another thing that I stopped taking. So right now, I'm just basically taking my bupropion. Um, my two pills for my thyroid, um, and that's it. Yep. Okay. And, not, and I'm not taking the the um, the cholesterol. Not, not yeah. The, the sympathetin. Yes. Right. Yes, right. I, okay. I, I, Did you reach I, out to your doc and ask him just say, hey, I don't no. want to take this anymore? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. So what happened? You did more research. Talk to me. I, I just came home and I was like, okay, I'm, um, I want to 
get off of. I knew I, I couldn't take um, stop taking the um, my thyroid medicine. So and then the, the Wellbutrin, I, I I need to stay on that that to help mm -hmm. my mood yes. and everything. But the um, the metformin and and also I need to send you my last set of um, blood work from from uh, my endocrinologist. Um, that's good. We don't use that at all for your dietary, uh, our dietary engineering laboratory build, but it's good okay. to have. It'll be, it'll be good for you to reference. Um, it'll be nice with some of the medications you are on and what you've done research on and you've removed yourself. I still think it's always wise to reach out to those doctors, um, especially well, when know. you lose some weight. Um, now, if you feel that they're not open-minded physicians, well, then that tells you that maybe you should interview other doctors. Right, that, that's you know, important. She, my, my endocrinologist is fine and everything. She put me on the metformin to, to try to make me lose weight. Yes, So that's right. why I, that's yeah. why I um, stopped taking it because mm -hmm. I was doing it on the program that I was on. And so yeah. I just mm -hmm. stopped taking it because th that was the reason why she put me on it is, is yeah. to help me lose weight. Um, right. the statin, I do need to take, start taking that again. Um, I haven't really been super great about because I've taken it in the evening and I haven't been really great about taking it, but that's something that I don't have a problem it's because okay. that was put on, I, I was put on that because of my genetic history. That's um, right. I, I remember and, that, that, and you were very clear about that at my clinic, that it was more, more family history related and dealing with, uh, blood pressure. Yeah. Blood pressure, statins, cholesterol drugs on this program. Once you start, I think what will bring good peace of mind for you is mm -hmm. I can teach you how to evaluate your blood pressures with your scale readings. And then once they mm -hmm. see you're down 20 pounds and then you're down 30 pounds and mm -hmm. your blood pressures are phenomenal, when people come in with cardiovascular medical history, like you do with simvastatin, we we actually tell people go 21 days straight on our dietary science and go get your blood drawn for a thyroid panel, a cardiovascular panel, an arthritic panel. You're going to see some positive change. Now, I'm not saying a, st a certain amount, but 100% of people see a positive change where maybe their triglycerides are come down, their uh, cardiac enzymes that are shared with your liver, like SGBT and ALT, they come down. Everything gets in a healthier range. Oh, absolutely. And I, th I think that would be something because you're telling me as a new patient that doctors are, um, and they do, we all go to conferences, but they're pushing that more than ever about family hereditary genetics and then a right. fear and how medication can be preventative. But what about the side effects that come with it? Right. Yes. So you've really and, opened and, your mind to those things. And, and that's good. I'm, I'm oh, very absolutely. proud of you. And, I, and I, I've made a comparison. You know, I had my my blood work because I go and see my endocrinologist around every four or five months. And so mm -hmm. um, I compared my blood work um, before I lost the 21 pounds and then afterwards. And it was like night and day. Mm -hmm. Night and day. Well, that's and good. So well, I know that if I, lo if I lose that doesn't always more, happen. Yeah. Yeah. If on I the right foods. More, wow. Yeah. On the right. Yeah. Foods, yes. Yeah. And you start moving yourself around. Write this down. Another thing that you can ask them to measure is your leptin levels. It's really cool. Um, not a lot of doctors know about that that are outside of the athletic performance world, but it's a way to measure inflammation within the arterial walls. And that's a great piece of conversation to try and um, 
carefully language when mm -hmm. doctors are trying to introduce you to medication based off of family history. Hint, hint, hint. Right. Right. So we'll continue to discuss that. So now where we're at in just the past uh, year and a half, right? When you eat, um, would you say your digestive system's communicating you in a way where you do experience bloating or you get gassy? Oh, yeah. Big time. Okay. How about can you hone in or you think about acid reflux or burping with regurgitation? I used to have a really bad acid reflux, um, and that has uh, in a couple of years ago, um, and that has since subsided. Every once in a while, because um, I I real I figured out basically that if I drank red wine, which I loved, I don't drink it anymore, but I love it. I loved it. Um, that would or any type of rich food that would automatically. Um, you know, cause the acid reflex and everything. Um, uh, it, it hasn't really been an issue. Every once in a while, um, I, I'll have acid reflex and everything. But the what has gone, what I have noticed in replacement of the acid reflex and everything is snoring. Now I snore. Hmm. When the and because I, I I said that because the acid reflex would normally come when I was sleeping. So. Okay. So what you just described are white blood cells that deal with what we call as granulocytic function. A granulocyte is a white blood cell that deals with your respiratory system, mucous membranes, upper respiratory. It also shows it what we call is it says, hello, I'm trying to get your attention. When we look at a mirror, typically when we're traveling or you'll get underneath uh, some type of light and you'll be like, oh my God. Do I really look like that? <laughs> like I'm swollen, right? Or you've taken off a pair of athletic socks and you see the ring around your ankle and you're like, hmm, are those socks just really tight or, oh my God, you know what I'm talking about, Leslie? Oh yeah, yes. I do. Yeah, so what you just described from acid reflex being really bad, kind of going away, but hey, wait a second, now I'm snoring. These granulocytes are kind of moving around. You're doing stuff to your body to try and get healthier or a medication has been put into place. But the bottom line is they're frustrated. They're upset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, on a cellular level. Now, within just the past six to nine months, is there dibbling and dabbling with some constipation coming back and forth with your immune system? Or no, that hasn't been something you've lived with yet. Thankfully, knock on wood, okay. I have not Good. had an issue okay. with constipation at all. Okay. Every and again, once I'm not. While, I'm... You know, you know I, it's every once in a while, I'll, I'll mm -hmm. rare, very rarely, um, but my sister and my mom have horrible, horrible bouts with, and I'm very thankful yeah. that, you know, yeah. that has not ever been yeah. an issue. I've had everything else under the sun, but mm -hmm. that has not been an issue for me. <laughs> yeah. And as we go through and finish up in the next 30 minutes here, I'm not looking for problems, but when we go through mm -hmm. and we ask questions, it's really good to think out loud, hear mm -hmm. where we're, where we haven't had symptoms, where we mm -hmm. do have the body communicate, and that's really important. Like what you just explained mm -hmm. to me, you may have never heard snoring and reflux can be related to your granulocytes, which is a specific white blood cell that deals directly with food. It does. It mm -hmm. also deals with viruses and bacteria like we're dealing with COVID-19 right now. Pretty interesting. Right. So a mm -hmm. lot of clients of ours have come back to get redrawn right now because they remember that about our teachings. Like, you know, these people have some type of science where they can tell you what foods are causing granulocytic cell death that weaken the respiratory system right away. 
that's a good thing to know right now, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. In the past uh, six to nine months, have you experienced allergies with the seasonal seasons changing? Uh, not too 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 bad. Um, mm -hmm. I, I I that's another thing that I I haven't had uh, when I was living in Arizona. I used to have and and actually. Yeah, most of the time, whenever I would come back to the East Coast, I would get a massive sinus infection. I, I dealt for probably 10 years, I dealt with um, some pretty severe um, sinus infections. Okay. For whatever reason, I, you know, I have not had really issues. You know, hmm. I want to say probably I've been back in Virginia for hmm. 12 years. This is years. before pregnancy. This is before pregnancy. Yes, before pregnancy. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, yep. And then after, you know, during and after, I, I you know, because I moved Tell back me. here in 2008, moved back to Virginia. Right. And mm -hmm. since I've moved back, I have not had really every once in a while, I kind of feel like, ooh, uh, I'm, I might be getting a sinus infection I'll, and I'll pop a couple um, vitamin Ds and, and right. bypasses. So now after pregnancy, you mentioned earlier in the conversation, yeah, like it was great. I got boobs after pregnancy. Think about yeah. this. Mm -hmm. Did your immune system now adapt differently to seasonal change? Because a lot of women report that oh, once wow. they go through pregnancy, the immune system gets stronger. Sometimes it gets more symptomatic. Think about that because there's some interesting patterns here right now. You move back to Virginia. Yes. I would say absolutely yes. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I never thought about that. I would say yes, it did. My yeah. immune system did get better because I, of course, I was gaining weight. I mean, I was sick all the time because I was so thin. I would, you know, everything. Your pancreas, your, your, your pancreas was so stressed being hypoglycemic and with probably mm -hmm. your natural given athletic talent, some habits you had. So it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's important for me as your nutritionist and as a performance counselor, when we go through the next couple months and you learn the parameters, and even mm -hmm. after that, whether you continue counsel or not, and we just keep in touch generally, you will learn everything you need to know. Uh, we are really good at m moving people through. If you, the education, you say, hey, doc, I want to pace this out a little bit. This is interesting. Okay, so it goes over four months, no big deal. But mm -hmm. we, keep, we, we get you confident and certain to understand this. But I just, I heard a different vocal tone on your voice and we're probably going to remind yourself of that. It's good that you know that even though you may have looked incredible, you were unhealthy because oh, yeah. once we, once we regain the lowest weight per frame size for your immune system right now, it's a lot of fun, especially mm -hmm. if you, if you like moving the body, especially if you enjoy athletics, especially if you're seeking to feel feminine and just um, energy and um, sexy and just these things that come when you don't have to overdo fitness. You don't have to portion control and starve yourself to get yourself into a certain weight per frame size. And it's one of the things, Leslie, that um, not only growing up as my mother's assistant and then running the lab with her and then overtaking the company, even when she was still physically here as the doctor for the company. but. Mm -hmm. I, it's just so invigorating to hear that on women's voices where they can start to trust food. They can eat. They know it's going to give them the same result. And I heard that on your voice that, you know, you really own the fact that you may have looked great, but you were unhealthy. So when you and I are scraping, you're down 22, 25, 27 pounds, 30 plus pounds. 
you're not going to get over addicted to like an old habit because you know no. it's unhealthy. No, no you're yeah. just going to feed yourself. You'll feed yourself and feel free about trusting the food, which oh, I yeah. know that'll happen for you. Yes. Yeah. Now, in the past, aside from the sinus infections and things, really just, wow, my system did get healthier after the pregnancy. In the past nine months, have there been any bronchitis or pneumonias? No. That you've experienced. Okay, nope, good. Any changes in the past three to six months with your eyesight or the ability to smell or taste food? Well, um, yeah. I mean, not in the last three to six months. Um, just uh, my, because of my hearing loss, you know, mm -hmm. my other senses have um, been heightened. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, my eyes, um, you know, actually I just went and had my eyes checked and my eyes are have gotten you know a little bit better so Good. and my, and oh, my sight was, was um was pretty bad um but uh as far as taste goes no mm -mm. I mean, okay. That's good. That's, um, really. that's a very, it's a positive side effect. A lot of people experience from our program where eyesight improves because they find which carbohydrates work best for their immune system. And then insulin is used better and your eyes are directly connected to your pancreas. That's why diabetics get cataracts. It's interesting. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, you don't find right now you're putting a lot of sea salt on food or seasoning to try and taste food at all. No. Mm -mm. Good. Okay. And again, I, I, I'm not like looking things, for problems. I like things pretty bland, though. I mean, I don't like spicy at all. And okay, as soon as you know. Start, you know, start going through my um, my I I am not a um, super creative. I'm I guess I'm kind of bland. Um, mm -hmm. I don't mind doing the same thing over and over again and everything. There's mm -hmm. a, that a lot that of works well that with this program, like. as so, you may have um, seen with your sister. That, right. You know, some, right. sometimes that happens with this program. I just like to know if someone has cravings or spices because when I start to build this out, um, it's fun to see things come together and think about, oh, wow, well, they may challenge this. They could eat this. Um, uh -huh. If you're just bland, it does take a little creativity to put food together and have uh -huh. some fun with it. But the calls help with that with me and the council. Now, sure, sure. in the past three to six months, do you think you've seen any changes with your skin where your skin is more dry? Oh, yes. Very much so. Dry. Um, I have, uh, now that probably changed after the gallbladder was removed because the gallbladder supports your skin. It's the organ that assimilates fat, but being that you've seen recent changes, um, especially with some of the medications that you've dibbled and dabbled in, that lets mm -hmm. me know that, Hey, the tissue around that gallbladder is really trying to manage that organ function. We want to get mm -hmm. to that. So that'll, mm -hmm. that'll be important. How about your hair in the past three to six months? Um, not really. Any difference? Okay. That's okay. Know, and yeah. when you go to sleep at night or you wake up, are your feet ever really tight and or they burn or you feel like you're walking on glass, so to speak? No. Mm -mm. Good. No. Good. And your Achilles tendons, are they ever super tight? Uh, no, not really. Not really. Okay. Um, All right. That's okay. During towards the end of the visit at the clinic, you brought up, um, we talked about your, I think I have here a left with the question mark and the cast. We talked about um, the varicosity or swollen area in the lower leg, yes. and something something you had recently experienced. Um, let's no, talk it's about not a that. Recent. It's 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 from the DBT um, PE um, that my my calf my left calf um, is larger than my right calf, um, and it's yes. just because of, of the, um, the 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 blood clot. Um, it, they did not remove the blood clot. It just mm -hmm. basically adheres to your vein wall. And so yep. there, there is, um, 
hmm. it, it okay it, less space you know because it's still there but that, um, that's that's what that's what it was when i remember you explaining this okay so i have this down now because it's been there but it's still there and was right. there a recent casting that caused a problem or no, no that was the cast during this time correct that was the cast okay. that caused it caused the, the blood clot yeah Yep, I have that in your spreadsheet, but I just I wanted to clarify that because I had cast question, and when I was showing you your X-rays, we were talking about, um, and that came up in conversation again that it's still there, and that was one of the reasons I was adamant about hey getting in the chamber. When you even though it was a very short chamber session, it was only one. Do you think that night you slept better? Do you think you had a little more bounce in your step the next morning, or just felt mentally more peace? Yeah, yeah. I wish I I could go in it like every time like you know my sister does <laughs> um, yeah that would yeah, be something would to be look nice. forward to you know mm -hmm. maybe you want to google and search to see if there's a hyperbaric center around there it's possible mm -hmm. yeah. you know they have come and gone a lot unfortunately because a lot of people um they are sold by salespeople. So anybody can buy one and they just kind of treat it like a massage envy, just walk in 50 bucks and there's no diagnostics. There's no understanding of science and fat and oxygen and blood flow. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that, that I would definitely suggest with a lot of your medical history after the first uh, seven days you get going on a dietary program. So your food beliefs, um, bland creativity. Okay. You don't mind things if they're not spicy or sweet. Um, are you open to being more plant-based? Yeah, that's fine. All right. That's fine. Uh, do you, I do, not do like you have at all? You, I don't like okay. onions. I don't like cauliflower. Oh, um, okay. Very good to know. Awesome. I don't. There's. And a I lot hear of that stuff. on your voice. <laughs> I, you're you're very strong on that. I got that. There, I love. I love funny, it. It's funny because it, cauliflower has now become you know they a replacement for um for potatoes and everything and so. Oh, that's because of Oprah. <laughs> Right, right. Exactly. Oh, I'm serious, so, Leslie. That's because yeah. she has her own. She bought into Weight Watchers. She does all that, but now she has oh, her own really? Oprah food. Oh, yeah, that's why all these commercials. Oh, but she has her own Oprah food, and it's her top selling product is cauliflower mash, and it's uh, got right. corn. Oh, it's got cornstarch and all, dextrose. Oh, got all these other things. Oh, but really? it is a gr it is a great thing to play with to get you consistently similar but yes you beat me to the punch like i need to know what don't you like so onions cauliflower um you'll be creative but you'll need some help like you said uh you don't mind I if don't the food like is bland bland yeah. okay that's yeah. important tell me peppers like green like peppers. red yellow i don't like um celery i don't like uh, I, I already told you spice spicy food i i cannot do spicy food okay so um, you cannot it's not that you don't prefer you just you don't like it period Got it. I don't like it, and, and it does not do well with my stomach. You know, okay. if I have something spicy, it kind of mm -hmm. stays mm -hmm. and lingers, and you know, okay. it, I, interesting, I doesn't yeah. doesn't bode well for me. And sometimes uh, when you when you come onto your dietary science, I'll remind you, and we'll always be gentle with this, but we really have to throw the conventional facts you think you know about nutrition out the window because they don't apply. Mm -hmm. whether it's calorie counting, portion controlling, because those things were really developed to help sell food, to bring the aspect of food as a commodity to prisons and school systems and universities, because mm -hmm. caloric, in, caloric intake is something that's taught. However, when a white blood cell tags a food as a problem, and mm -hmm. then an anti-inflammatory mechanism steps in, and there's no way to make this sound simpler, but when a an anti-inflammatory mechanism happens, it's called a mediated response. 
-hmm. the media that word mediator is fancy but it means a protein your protein your body releases this protein that attacks the food when it says hey i'm not going to work with that food this is what's really cool there's a diagram in your playbook i'm going to take you through over two calls where our body works the same way with bacteria and viruses it is absolutely amazing because Mm -hmm. all your white blood cells that you've ever experienced like what you're telling me about hot and spicy stuff where it's your stomach you probably got bloated Maybe even when you went to the bathroom, it burned your tushy. Who knows what you have affiliated with, but I, I, I would help you realize, and then you would absolutely agree, thinking back and reflecting on this, that, wow, you know what? Hey, I had strep throat as a little girl. I remember I totally lost my appetite. Or when you were in college, maybe you got a form of mono and you were bloated and you couldn't believe it. There's different symptoms that white blood cells throw that were taught in nature when we're run down and fighting off something where they do the same thing with food, whether it's bloating, a sore throat, an itchy throat, dry skin, constipation, diarrhea, all of these things are Mm -hmm. the way white blood cells communicate to us. So I like Mm -hmm. hearing that, but I also have to share with you that may have not been directly from the spice. It may have Mm -hmm. been from another food that would not interact well with the spice. Mm, And this happens all the time for people that come in and they're like, doc, I've been a vegetarian or I was a pescatarian because you know what? I used to eat cheese. It used to irritate my stomach. Then they get their scientific data back and they're like, oh my God, I eat broccoli like every day my whole life. And you know, a dairy is on a day 23. And they're like, doc, I thought you were vegan or plant-based. I said, well, I've only, I've been vegan and plant-based for seven years, but that doesn't mean I push my own belief system on people. I start Mm -hmm. from my own, I start from our dietary science, but at least, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not a reactive food. It doesn't Mm -hmm. cause white blood cell death. So if you want to challenge it in, challenge it in. Mm -hmm. And you know a little bit about that language because of being close with your sister. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's something we'll continue to discuss that, you know, maybe 21 days in, you'll get a craving for like, God, I want Mexican. And you're like, this is weird, Dr. Leon. Like, I don't really ever crave spices, but I feel like I want something like that. Interesting. And maybe you'll be physically training and you'll be pushing female hormone. And all of a sudden you'll be like, God, I want some spice. It'd be just strange. It'll, the, the way the immune system talks to us, it's important to try and interpret that. So you are okay with your cooking and doing your own cooking grocery shopping. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. Um, between now And when you get your diagnostic playbook, look at your kitchen, check the pans. If there's anything scratched, I would suggest you give it away to the Salvation Army or someone that's in really need. If you have spatulas that are turning colors and they're rubberized, um, those things you want to give away, that means the chemicals that they were coated with are gone and they've probably gone into you. We get accustomed to these things and it's really unhealthy, Leslie. We really support um, compressed wood spatulas that are um, like uh, tea wood or teak wood because when Mm -hmm. they start to brown and they start to come apart, that means it's time to throw them out. But Mm -hmm. all of these things we become so accustomed to with Rubbermaid and and the different plastics. Yeah, it's made life very easy, but Mm -hmm. they're they're very unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And scratched pans leach metal into the body. So look at those things. Stainless steel is always uh, top notch, but it burns quick. So if you have nonstick pans, porcelain, ceramic, and we're going to go over all this again on your orientation call. But this is a nice heads up. I know you told me you do work from home and you read contracts and different types of things. So you won't need a lot of glass Pyrex to store your food in. However, Mm -hmm. when you do get back to training and having fun with your body, because when you eat the correct foods, you automatically feel lighter because your Mm -hmm. cells aren't Mm -hmm. as toxic. 
exercise becomes more fun, which is something your sister has already experienced. Right. Where it's not mentally grueling. So when you do go to train, I will teach you about how to insulin time, bring food with you. There's certain parameters of time you don't want to miss feeding. We really use that. We really use that word a lot to have psychological fun with it. It's not eating, it's feeding because you're feeding mm-hmm. the body. And we want you to pay attention to your body. Know when you're satisfied and push the plate away. And then, hey, I can mm-hmm. come back and eat that in a little bit. You're not trying to accomplish eating a certain amount. So that's important. Yeah, make- your, your sleep habits right now, do you think you're getting at least seven to seven and a half hours or not really? Oh yeah, definitely. I'm getting seven, but, um, I, I, my sleep is not, um, I'm not hitting REM. I'm, my sleep is, um, you know, you don't feel like everyone you're, you're getting deep rested sleep. No, I don't think I'm getting deep rested sleep and it takes me a long time to get to sleep. Mm. You know, I'm since you started taking the well butrin, does it, do you think it helps you calm down or no, you haven't even felt that. I have, I've been taking Lubutin for so many years that I don't think it has not affected my sleep. Um, Mm -hmm. it just, my, my, my mind goes, you know, and it Mm -hmm. takes a little while for, um, to to quiet down. And, and so I I normally don't get to sleep until 1230, one o'clock, um, because I'm working until 10, 11 o'clock at night. So. Okay. And that's important to know. I like hearing that you're aware of that. That's part of mm-hmm. being aware of what you're doing with your immune system. Once we, even though you're missing your gallbladder, but once we find out which foods and what fat, if your body will even want to interview a fat the first couple of days, mm-hmm. um, there's quite a bit of clients that have come in with no gallbladder where, I mean, part of the reason your immune system has had so much trouble is they've been trying to do high fat or no fat, all these different fad, fad diets and trend diets, but the fact of the matter is, is that your other organs have to make up for a missing organ. So mm-hmm. you may not have any fat the first five days. I don't know. Or there may be mm-hmm. a fat there and be like, wow, look at that. Your immune system is willing to work with it. It's going to be interesting. And mm-hmm. I share this mm-hmm. with you because the brain is 70 to 80% fat. Our brain mm-hmm. is the most amazing conductor for neurology and mm-hmm. hydration, which fat helps those things transfer nutrients. So mm-hmm. it very may well be all of a sudden within the first 11 to 14 days or even sooner, you feel like, wow, I could go to sleep. I feel like I'm calming down quicker. That would be a mm-hmm. nice positive side effect, but I'm going to look for that because of what you just said. Now, calming down, dealing with a lot of the anxieties we have in life, whether there's emotional relationships, relationships with our loved ones, and then when you are an intense professional, like what you told me about reading contracts, it's a lot of frontal lobe. It's a lot of analytical left brain stimulation. We will maybe discuss how you calm down at night when I start to teach you about the click in and are we watching comedy? Are you reading something? So, you know, how do you calm down? Is it a very dark room? We'll get into some of your sleep habits. Okay. okay. And I'll learn more about your life. Um, dealing with your lifestyle right now, do you have a, a large bathtub or a hot tub that you fit in where you could do some soaking? Um, it's not a large, but I, I actually like a spring tub. My, got rid of my my tub and my my daughter has a bathtub in in uh, her her bathroom but mm-hmm. um, my bathroom I just got rid of ours and did a walk-in shower so um, if, okay. like last oh. summer we modeled the bathroom and got rid of my my tub so cool. no I do okay. not have one a big one that you know and it's her her bathroom is just like a normal standard okay um, gotcha but I mean, okay yeah it's fine. 
fine. Do you have a do you have like a sauna or like a steam room that you go in and you make yourself really sweat to try and lose weight? I wish my my no, sister don't had want that. her place. We don't want that. Her place. You don't want that. Yeah, had one um, at her place in place in DC, and okay. of course they, they got rid of you know their yeah. place in. So, right. Um, no, it's okay. You don't want that. The brain is not supposed to, if the brain heats up to 140, 107, the body's supposed to do it. Um, you're not supposed to do that to try and get rid of toxicity and lose weight. There's well, reasons why Native Americans have sweat lodges and there's a spiritual transition. You're not supposed to do that all the time. That oh, is okay. a, that is an American marketed uh, fad. So I'm oh, glad that you don't, I'm glad okay. that you don't have that. <laughs> okay. Yes. No, yeah. not good. Not I good. Love I just, I'm not a big, um, sauna person, but I love steam rooms and, and well, uh, I will definitely be recommending to you to take scalding hot showers to help, uh, increase circulation, mm. release endorphins that'll help you relax. Um, mm. those are good practices, uh, especially with what you're telling me, calming down at night takes a while. Taking a scalding hot shower that once you get in it and then you turn it hot to where it almost hurts and you, you become so red. It's like that would be like getting into a hot therapy tub that's 104, 105 degrees. It releases okay. endorphins. It melts you like butter. It all of a sudden changes your, your breath rate and now you can significantly relax. So those oh. are um, those are something very important to do. Um, dealing with your lifestyle. You just Mm-hmm. You just yeah. I'm sorry for interrupting you. You didn't no, it's okay. I want to touch on it. Um, well, yeah, you, you just mentioned it. I am concerned about circulation. That is a, that is something that I will be monitoring through this whole process. And I hope and pray that um, things improve because I do sit and yeah. I'm, you know, doing sitting in front of a computer for hours yeah. upon hours upon hours. I try to get up and walk around and everything like that, you know, um, but yeah. I do, I do feel like, um, and it's really interesting when I first went to, um, back to Florida, this last visit and everything, my legs not being in the sun, which I'm normally in the sun mm -hmm. a lot, yep. Yep. Um, but with COVID and not being able to, to go out as much and not being, definitely not being in the sun, um, mm -hmm. um, I, my legs look scary. It, the, 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 um, circulation and, and, and Trisha looked at my legs and everything. Once I got tan, um, things, you know, are, are looking much better and everything, but being as pale as I was, and then not in the sitting, you know, it, 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 there's a, there's a, a component of circulation that, that is, uh, is concerning me. And yeah, I'm hoping yeah, that, oh, that oh, we, it, this will yep. improve it. Um, yes, we will find, we, we will be able, if there is food, that is attacking your platelets. Your platelets are a cell that deal directly with overall body circulation. And your your blood sample is up for me come Monday mm -hmm. of next mm -hmm. week. Uh, our associates have removed everything out of the way. Now we're ready to go white blood cell because we don't need to look at red blood cells and other different types of nutrients. Okay. And I know you're very concerned about that. We talked about that. And I know you are a counselor. And a lot of the counselors, whether they're attorneys, contract readers, um, you name it, what you shared with me about what you do. Yes. I mean, if there are reactives where foods are causing these cells to die, you're going to know immediately right. whether we, re we remove them, you'll see positive change, but then mm -hmm. helping the platelets heal by eating other foods. So 
that is something that I like to underpromise and let the program over deliver. So you're going to watch sure. for that. That's important. Do you have a Normatec or any type of compression device therapy that when you're laying down at night, you can actually, because you said you would love to have an oxygen chamber placed close to you. Um, we actually sell what we call our Normatecs, which are wonderful pulsation devices for people that travel a lot or that do have circulatory issues where mm -hmm. they don't want to spend money or rent an oxygen chamber. You can buy a Normatec, which is a wonderful athletic pulse wave lymph compression device. So look that up. We get special pricing on that. It's called Normatec, okay. N-O-R-M-E-T-E-C. Okay. okay. I have a, um, a stem. Uh, hold on one second. You mentioned that to me. You're talking about like a little stimulator to help with circulation, right? Um, it's a it's a stimulation um, device that um, Trisha I think has told you that she uses too. Um, that um, it's for my feet, and mm -hmm. I can put it on different parts of my body. That that yep. in, in, um, so it's I think it's you know. Um, uh, similar to what you've you've just mentioned. Well, you know what? Email a picture over that. You brought it up before. Patricia's brought it up. Sometimes mm -hmm. very low voltage, what we call as low hertz uh, muscle stim, it can really confuse the body and confuse the nervous system. So when um, now that you're stepping into dietary, I met you at the clinic, um, the welcome email that may have been sent to you, but I'm telling you now, if you can take a picture of your medication, um, the orange uh -huh. bottles, any supplements you take, front and back, meaning the other ingredient area. Um, mm -hmm. The text I'm going to send you that's a, a little overview of things that I'll need you to get back to us from your right ankle measurement, meds, supplements, et cetera. Please send that in. Email those pictures in. Uh, email pictures of my medicines. Uh, your me yep, your medicines and any supplements, the brand and where it says other ingredient. Okay. Um, okay. I don't do any supplements, but um, okay. okay, that's fine. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. And Very this good. Is, this is. Uh, I just sent you a picture of the um, oh, okay. circulation booster. Let's see. Hmm. Oh, I know that company, Revitiviv. Yeah, they're from overseas. Mm -hmm. I've seen I've seen that name before. Yeah, I'll look that up. Um, there's a lot of um, people coming out with things that claim this and claim that. You just put your feet on that. That's it, right? Yeah, but it it has um, body pads, so you can put um, the body pads on your legs, on your you know back, mm -hmm. on your you know. Um, it's not just for your feet. Okay. Um, Very neat. Very neat. Yeah, That's so good. You, you um, can go to different body parts and everything to help stimulate circulation. Um, you know. Yeah. No, no. That's a, that's a good that's a good thing. What you hear me start to think about is when we start putting pads that feed current into the body. Mm -hmm. We are we are on technology all day. Um, I'm a counselor too. Yesterday I pulled nine hours easy, and I had to constantly get up and down and stand on my vibe plate like the plates at our office when you were there. Mm -hmm. That's something that a lot of my executives look to buy because you can stand, you can talk, you can stretch, you can take a call and it shunts that wavelength through the body. When you get a piece of equipment like this, Leslie, and it's directly electrical current, we get a little concerned about what we call our electromagnetic fields, uh, for short EMFs. Uh -huh. EMFs are very real. They are a form of strong radiation 
a lot of people poo-poo them and they say, oh, well, the sun puts off EMFs. There's EMFs everywhere. Yeah, that's different. Um, your phone, that's a your computer, everything. That's, a, that's, that's correct. That is a, correct. Yeah. And there's warnings in our phones. There's warning in our computers. Yep. And mm -hmm. a lot of people have a lot of foo-foo stuff all over that they're selling that says, oh, it blocks this, it blocks this. Well, we have the solution. All you need to do is own an electromagnetic field meter. And you need to own one that is registered to European standard. And we talk about that towards the end of the four months because I really, that last month, I start to talk about home hygiene. We start to evaluate your home and have conversations like that unless right out the gate within the first three weeks, someone is still maybe having headaches. They're having these symptoms where typically the program really reduces down. And then I say, hey, is there an alarm clock next to your bed or is there a stereo system? And they say, yes, yes. Hey, is the router on the opposite side of your bedroom wall? And they say, yes. And I say, oh my goodness. I mean, you're sitting in sound wave. You're sitting in radioactive wave. So mm -hmm. I bring this up because looking at that device, if there are pads that you put on you that have an electrical plug-in, you want to evaluate that hertz. And if you're doing this all the time, that's something we think about. So these are extra good conversations that'll come from lifestyle. But I think between your spreadsheet, my notes before, and what we discussed mm -hmm. tonight, um, I've got a really, really good understanding of your immune system. I'm gonna send you that text mm -hmm. now to remind you about the right ankle measurement. I'll close okay. the audio out and you'll get an email just within minutes once uh, Citrix Systems closes out and then uploads it and then it's available. Okay. okay. Perfect. Perfect. So okay. what I, what I want to do is ask you, we, we've covered so much and learned a lot, but what is your main focus? Like in your mind, eye, what do you want to accomplish by going through your own dietary progression and learning about your dietary science? Um, basically I want to find out the foods that I'm eating that are, um, creating this, um, inflammation in my system. Yeah, I, I've known for oh, years and years because of because of uh, the difficulties that I've had throughout the years that something's not right. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, up until I was you know in my 30s, late or early 30s and everything, I didn't diet. I didn't need to diet. And so when I started gaining weight and everything, and then having, you know, to figure out what's going on and trying different fad diets and, and you know, pills and da da da, da um, and they didn't work. <laughs> they didn't mm -hmm. work. And so um, I'm just, as I'm getting older, you know, I'm about to turn 53 um, in September. And so yes. I am, I am, trying to figure out how then this next phase of my life is going to be as far as my health is concerned as far as my weight is concerned and and overall i'm hoping that will feed into you know happiness and you yes. know content yes. being content with my life and everything so i'm honored um, that's so well said really yeah so and that that's, and that that's comes from that comes from understanding consistent food can give you consistent energy and then remove inflammation and give you consistent scale readings. That's where mm -hmm. this program, it's an interactive experience with your body, but so many women, you, what you just said are positive side effects. And the beginning of where you said, I'm so excited to just learn what foods are causing damage to my body. That's just mm -hmm. the starting point. 
you and your family are so intellectually driven where I've enjoyed the council and the conversations where you're going to take the parameters and the rules and you're going to run with it like wildfire. Mm-hmm. You will. Yeah. And I, and I know that also the foods and everything that were, will affect my mental state too. Correct. Um, this, it, everything is, is, you know, attached to everything else. And so, um, you know, once I find the, the foods that the right foods I'm supposed to be eating, that will also help with how I'm feeling, will help yes. with my mood, will help with, yes. Uh, yes. you know, every, and keep going, you know, on down the line and everything to overall good health. Well-being. Um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and that's what I mean and, by consistent energy. Whether because there's a lot of uh, assignment in your mental about energy and physicality and not feeling fatigued and circulation, but those mm-hmm. things consistently will lead to a healthier, happier level of harmony in the body, and that comes right. from the mentality of being your greatest and understanding how the body's communicating through food. Right. Right. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, thank you for uh, working with me on the time tonight. I'll close this out, get it over to you. You'll hear from the front desk in just a couple of days as we grow closer to finalizing that playbook. You'll get an email, and just judging from your professional lifestyle, we're probably going to look to get it into another evening, and that orientation call will be an hour and a half minimum. Okay. It, yeah, I, I will need to do it in the evenings if at all possible yep. because my, during the day it's it just I can't do that. Um, my okay. my schedule that, changes every day and and that's uh, good to know. So even so, when we start when we start to progress you through the dietary progression, um, in the first two months there's typically two calls a week depending on the confidence and certainty. If someone's really confident, then we'll grab a midweek call. Everybody's okay. different, but I listen to that very carefully. But what I'm hearing from you is there's probably not even a possibility to do like an 11 a.m., 12 noon, or 1 a.m. short 30-minute call for what we call as a format review. You're always going to want between 5 and 7 p.m. Is that correct? No, 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 that's not correct. I mean, if, if it's okay. 30 minutes, that's not a yes. – uh, you know, that's that's definitely doable. If it's okay, good. an hour, good to know. you know, two hours or whatever, I can't yes. I can't do that. Um, of course. So, okay. But yeah, if well, it's that's 30 good. minutes, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, 45 will, minutes, we, yeah, that's, that's fine. Oh, good. Okay, because you will have short what we call our format reviews, where we check in on your format sheet, what you'll be emailing every day, what uh, Patricia said she showed you, the, the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Do you remember mm-hmm. seeing that? Yep. Yep. No. So there'll be sh- – oh, you don't. Okay. She, There's no, a fo- she didn't show me the spreadsheet, no. Oh, I misunderstood her at the table then. Um, it's really fun. There is a, a digital format sheet that we're going to send you, and that's how we communicate daily. Um, you'll be emailing oh, okay. that in every day. I'm going to walk you through how to fill that out on the orientation call. There'll be short Mm -hmm. calls that are called format reviews. They are typically 20 to 30 minutes, maybe 45. Then there'll be an EDU call, and we will carefully qualify where you're at within your schedule, coordinating that, whether it's a group EDU call, and because you have other family, maybe we'll do one together. That may be fun, too. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. Yep. And you're an Apple user? Yes, I am. With technology? All right, good. No, I'm just going to make have, a note because... I, but I work on a PC for, for work. I, 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 my personal PC uh, computer yeah. is, is a Mac, and my work gotcha. computer is a PC. So I, I okay. work on well, both. This is personal healthcare. So what we'll do is we'll send you that digital format sheet, Food Coach Tracker, and Apple software. So you can just upload it. Then you can just double-click your phone, fill it out, save it in pages, send it to us, whether it's iPad, phone, or computer. Cool? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Leslie, for your time.
You have a good evening. Thank you. Okay. Oh, yes. You? Okay. Take care. Okay. Stay happy bye -bye. and stay excited. We'll be in touch. I will. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.